Dead ass. can't do it like that we gotta do it like for real like you like you hang back and just be like dead ass like, that's how you're supposed to do it My name is Randall Crabmeat Thompson. This is the Deadass Podcast. <laughs> See, I did it with no ums or oohs or anything like that, you guys. I just said the intro uh, just like that. Deadass. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Shout out to you. This goes out to you. This goes out to you and you and you and you. Um, once once again as always what's up what's up to my discord people what's up to my itunes people my youtube people if you found this on pinterest i get made fun of for saying pinterest i guess i'm supposed to say pinterest but i don't say that i'm interested or i'm interested i say i'm interested so i don't pinterest i i'm pinterested that's how i do it um any other things, you know what I'm saying? Blackfromthewaistdown.com, you know what I'm saying? I would say in full effect. We're in like 70% effect, man. Um, the shit that's been going down with this coronavirus, man. Uh, man, you know, if you are out here selling your wares and stuff like that, it can be it could be rough. Um, I was selling underwear, but uh, now I'm going to have to start selling masks or something like that, man. And... Uh, you know, that's cheeky enough. I don't say that to make fun of, of any of the people. Who knows? We might get into some diseased jokes as the show goes on. But it's not that kind of show. This is this is literally just my platform to, to say the things that I want to fucking say, um, whether I'm a comedian or not. Um, we're going to get to that. Yeah, man, shout out to me. I got my ass a, a job so I can stop uh, begging people to donate to my podcast cause. And, and stuff like that. I'm not going to tell you niggas where I'm working, but it is what it is. I uh, got that. And I got a, a, a decent internship that I'm going to be interviewing for. So fingers crossed for that, man. Shout out to all of you that keep me in your, your prayers or your meditations or you just like my shit on Instagram. Either way, it's all love and I appreciate you for that. Um so yeah, some folks sent me some stuff about this uh, coronavirus today, uh, about uh, world leaders are getting this shit and all kinds of like ridiculous myths and stuff like going on, and and people are like, oh, it's a it's a pandemic, which I guess technically it is. I am I'm not a medical professional or anything like that, but people are like, it's a full blown pandemic and. You know, we're trying to work on a solution before the Olympics and, and you know, blah, blah, blah. I touched on this before. Um, I think it's crazy, uh, you know, with the whole Christian season uh, getting underway that, you know, that we got that Lent popping off, Playboy. You know, you know what I'm saying? Nice little seizing of fasting for that ass. Uh, that's how it's described. That's how the Christians describe it. As a nice little season of fasting for that ass. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
uh, I guess this nigga, um, this nigga, the Pope, went around kissing babies and shaking hands with niggas and shit, and that divinity didn't kick in for your boy. And next thing you know, he, this nigga was sneezing, or he might have been sneezing before, but this nigga got caught up in the game and the fucking. Uh, same with the president of Iran. I don't know if he was kissing babies or anything like that or high-fiving people. But yeah, this shit is spreading all over the place and people are getting turned away and all kinds of shit. And, you know, what's got really or what's really got me fucked up is the I guess the myths about it, you know what I'm saying? Cuz something like this is new stuff every day and it's hard to be discovered. Somebody just sent me a thing from uh Gizmodo, but it's it's been on Twitter and stuff. I guess two of the uh, I don't want to be rude and say uh, nurses. I don't know if that's an offensive thing to say. Medical professionals, but I guess they were nurses and the people that are help caring for the lockdown and quarantine uh, in China. We're talking about the psychological toll that it was having on them. And I guess two of them put out a letter that was later redacted and i'm not sure what that's supposed to mean especially given the mysterious circumstances of the whole shit you know you know so it's kind of it's kind of weird to even be talking about it in real time but everybody's talking about it so i figured i'd i'd jump on the train the last train last train out of wuhan said i'm leaving <laughs> on that midnight train to Wuhan, you know, um, I'd rather sneeze in your world. All right, let me let me stop. I said we're not going to get into any jokes, and that was what two minutes. But okay, um, leaving. Uh, all right, um, the whole shit is a uh, whether the letter is true or not. There's some interesting details. They were talking about how they're wearing four layers of gloves and how they're not able to eat before they're starting their shifts what i'm which i'm gathering are pretty long um and i guess just because they haven't seen anything like this it's taken a very serious emotional and psychological toll and you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a comedian. I'm I'm uh, podcasting. Uh, I'm a motor mouth. I run my mouth all the fucking time, uh, and I don't have anything on my mouth. Like maybe some chapstick, maybe some barbecue sauce, um, but not something like a mask. And I guess it's putting them in a position where it's fucking up their faces, along with being uh, afraid of contracting this disease, right? So the masks are giving them uh, blisters from them having to wear them so long and have to talk so much. And then they have to talk really loud that their, you know, their mouths are starting to get blisters and they're starting to get blisters on their ears and, and, and shit like that. So it's a really fucked up uh, situation, you know, like I wouldn't want to do comedy with a, a mask on for you know, five minutes. I could probably do it. I think I might I might make it to ten, but you know, you're talking about all day long and you're hungry and all this other shit going on and, and you know, it's not even comedy. You're dealing with an unknown or a or a brand new fucking disease. Uh so, you know, shout out to the Wuhan clan and all of their gloves. Now I always thought that that was something that um 
didn't work. But I guess if niggas are just that shook out here, you know, like I used to, the first thing I thought when they was wearing four pairs of gloves, I was like, oh, that's like wearing two rubbers. Like, you know, don't they break easier when you do that? Like, but I maybe have to see the quality of gloves they're having. Uh, But I don't know how wearing more of them is actually a good thing. I really, really don't know. Um, I was confused. And so the letter, you know, as it stands, was officially, or I guess technically redacted, because uh, I guess it was written, or the account was, was put out by somebody that was doing this secondhand they were listening to two other nurses or professionals medical medical workers talk about this stuff and then they kind of summarized it which i suppose leaves the door open to exaggeration or even just misinterpretation even if it's not exaggerated um what's the difference really and uh so they like pulled it back but i guess you can still find it on online uh, if you're looking for that kind of thing, like I said, the version I saw was on Gizmodo. Your best bet is to maybe look on Twitter if you can find find uh, the redacted letter from the Wuhan people. And you know, even just that simple thing, I thought was kind of fucked up because you know now we're kind of in the thick of it. Um, well, we don't know. We don't know where we're at in it. You know, things could get a lot better or a, a lot worse. Um, very very soon we really really don't know uh it's a it's a day-by-day thing and i think that's obviously what the the panic is about it um i think it's good that a large amount of people are taking it somewhat seriously even if i'm standing here sort of uh you know with my cheeky comments here and there i haven't seen anybody take some shit this seriously in a minute <laughs> you know everything seems to be kind of jaded or, or thrown to the side at least from you know the americans per- perspective that i'm looking at or that i'm getting it from uh but you know this is still coming off the heels uh of the the doctor that originally reported it uh the covid or covid 19 is that what it is c-o-v-i-d um the coronavirus the the doctor that reported it you know died from it and it didn't seem like it was an accident you know we don't you know he died um you know i'm not gonna put some shit out there that ain't true uh you know what i mean i'm not gonna have the chinese coming after me baby uh Although that would be dope. Like, oh, hey, Randall, how you doing? Well, you know, I'm doing good. You know, I just got this new job. You know, threw down a couple episodes of the podcast today. Uh, oh, the Chinese are after me, but no big deal. Uh, you know, the the Chinese are gunning for me. Uh, no, I don't want to have to. <laughs> I don't want to have to say that. Or I don't want to have to be like that. I don't, I don't want them coming after your boy. Uh, and neither do you. And I just have allergies. I don't have, you know, the coronavirus. If you hear me sniffing, that's allergies, baby. Uh, Okay, so where are we at? So the doctor uh, mysteriously died. Then the whole Chinese government, as I understand it, 
lied about the initial amount of cases, lied about the initial outbreak, I guess in an effort to save face, although many more faces would go on to be <laughs> unsaved. There was no absolution for plenty of faces after the fact. Um, many more faces would go on to be fucked up completely. Um, seen a million faces and I infect them all cause I'm a virus. On your hands I ride. Okay, uh, I don't know. I don't. We'll get there. <laughs> I'm not wanted. <laughs> um, but yeah, they lied about the initial outbreak and shit like that. So it's I don't know. It's it's shady. It's goofy. It's scary. It's a it's a thing, man. It's a thing. And if I'm in a low key conspiracy mode, because this is kind of out of my wheelhouse. Um, to be talking about, you know, something so serious on, on a, you know, a comedy show. Uh, but it doesn't have to be a comedy show. It's just, hey, it's just a pod, baby. Um, pod diggity. Uh, pod digger. You know, flip mode squad. Uh, it's because I, I was watching this. I don't know if it was recently released. But I guess it came up in my recommendations, and last night I was watching this very long interview between um, Alex Jones and Louis Farrakhan, which is like, I I don't know how to describe it other than the most uh, edutaining thing that I've ever I've ever seen. I don't know if I learned anything. I don't know if I was actually entertained, but somewhere in the middle there, uh, I listened to it. I listened to the whole fucking thing or most of it. I got to like the first hour and a half. And then the last part was kind of like a little Q and a kind of thing. And I don't know. It just triggered my conspiracy button again. Uh, cause I don't mind listening to that type of shit. I don't really talk about it too much cause you just have to take all that shit with a grain of salt. Um, a spoonful of sugar. Uh, yeah. Uh, but as far as just a meeting of the minds, uh, from two people that I'd never thought would even be in the same room, uh, there's definitely some lovely factoids and inspiration. It was not even anything in particular. I think it was just the mix of voices from Louis Farrakhan speaking six or seven words per minute to Alex Jones, uh, more than compensating for that and uh, just trying to convince Minister Farrakhan that he's not racist every time he speaks. Uh, there was a lot to be learned <laughs> and there was a lot to observe. You know, it was kind of like a surrealist painting but in the form of a YouTube video that was just apparently dead serious to, to somebody, to someone or some, some folks out there. Uh, so I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily say I recommend watching it, but I will say <laughs> watch that shit. I wouldn't recommend it, but I would do it anyway. You know, it's, it's that kind of thing. <laughs> Okay, what else? What else do we have for this particular episode of the Deadass Podcast? There's one more thing I wanted to talk about. Um, uh, da, 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 da. 
we can talk about this one. Um, just because there's some other heavier topics I want to I want to do for some other episodes. Um, uh, man, let's talk about something nice, right? Let's talk about something nice, man. Uh, I just got myself a free trial from fucking Spotify. I am not endorsing this. Um, maybe I am. Uh, <laughs> that's the extent. Maybe this is an advertisement. Uh, it's not. It's not yet. Um, got myself a free trial for a few months, and so I've just been listening to a lot of fucking music. Like, I'm if you know me, if you don't know me, I'm a I'm a more of a a music oriented person than specifically movies or television or or one thing or the other. I'm always looking for new music. Uh, I'm always listening to new music. Uh, I'm always uh, looking and listening to old music. I, you know, the age ain't nothing but a number. I know the last guy that said that is locked up right now, but I'm not. I'm talking about an inanimate object. Is it even an object? And you're going to sit here and say that the music isn't alive, Randall? Either way, the music is of consenting age for me to love it. Um, uh, man, definitely my recommendation. I see people doing this on their podcast and I'm going to start doing it on mine too. <laughs> uh, you know, nothing, nothing super big, nothing super fucking crazy. Only just because I just got done listening to it. Um, I would definitely recommend the new fucking Tame Impala album. Uh, it is fantastic, man. Um, unless you hate the sound of Tame Impala, in which case you're uh, you're gonna hate it. But um, it's chill. Uh, it's got some definite fucking grooves on there. Uh, I really enjoy Tame Impala without Travis Scott yelling in the background, like "Yeah, yeah, yeah." It's oh my god. Uh, the songs are also good without Travis Scott screaming on them. Um, and not that I don't like Travis Scott, I, I probably listened to way too much, but, uh, the album's good, man, you know, they have a song where the nigga's just like, uh, it's, it kinda, it's groovy, it almost sounds like a, it almost sounds like Michael Jackson in the grooves that they're putting out, um, and here we go. I didn't even try to do that. And I didn't brought Michael and R. Kelly into this episode. Um, it's called Being Ubiquitous, baby. You can't stop me. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I had to, I'm sorry, my medium side kicked in. I had to ch- channel Michael. And that's what Michael is calling me from the other side. And he, side, and he says, uh, you can't stop me, nigga. Uh, <laughs> that's... It's Michael Jackson from the other side, you guys. See, we got we got some psychic stuff in this episode too. Uh, no, it's groovy. Uh, it's really, really fucking groovy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, from one more year on, uh, it's it's pretty fucking dope. Like I said, uh, I enjoyed that shit. And if it calls you, embrace it. And uh, that's what you should do, man. If it calls you, embrace it. That's how we're going to wrap it up today with that motivation, baby. When your dreams and your hopes and your opportunities walk up to you looking all sexy and stuff with arms wide open, you know, give that some credence. Boom. We're really on it right now. We're really on it right now. Um, 
and you know what I'm saying, embrace those dreams, you know, brazos, hug it out, and and never let go, uh, unless it's like a failing thing, in which case you should find a new dream. Oh my God, phone, you want to ring right now. Um, I'm in the middle of motivation. Shh, be quiet. Hush. Uh, yeah, man, get booed up with your dreams. You know, if your Valentine's Day didn't go the way you wanted, you know what I'm saying? If it's not too late, you know, it's the end of February, but it's not, it's not too late to, to start busting out that beach body. You can do it. You can do it. You got plenty of days left. Um, you know, your hopes and dreams of being beautiful, living beautiful, doing beautiful things and, and being in a more beautiful world are not stopped by R. Kelly, the Pope or the coronavirus, baby. Nope. Nope, not at all. Uh-uh. Uh, dead ass. That's 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 how it goes. So always, always, always um, just start it up. Go go out for what you want. Believe in yourself, young nigga. And uh, I will see you guys uh, next time. Peace. And as always, I eat ass. <laughs>